You're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost with credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Thanks for joining me for today's episode with special guests, Eric and Bill Dickerson. Eric and Bill are relatively new to miles and points and have had lots of success in a few months with credit cards, online gambling, bank account bonuses, grocery rewards, gas points, gift card reselling, and more. Before today's episode, here are some quick announcements. I'll be speaking at multiple events in 2024, including the Travel and Adventure Show in February of 2024, taking place in Washington, D.C. with Frequent Traveler University. I'll be speaking at the San Antonio Award Travel 101 Meetup in April of 2024. And finally, the Miles Points and Gambling event, ZorkFest, in November of 2024 in Las Vegas. I hope to see you at the events. On with today's episode. All right, Eric and Bill Dickerson, thank you for joining me for today's episode. Thank you for having us. It's the start of 2024. Happy New Year and three people in one episode for a hurdy-gurdy first. Indeed, you've got a set of twins to go. <laughs> I'm on to that. Yep. Sometimes they can't tell you apart in person, but the voices are definitely different for today's recording. You can definitely tell our voices apart, so that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We knew each other through a community philosophy group a while back, and I sent you a few things about the credit cards, about some different things that we've been doing and I've been talking about in podcast episodes. And eventually you started with Chase, signed up for bank accounts, credit cards. So what is your origin story? How did you get here today for the recording? I had a stroke seven years ago and I worked through it for a number of years. Um, but unfortunately, when I lost my job, I had to start trying to find alternate ways of making money and doing other things to help out a little bit. And I first started by doing like a um, print on demand through Etsy. Um, I tried a, YouTube, a couple YouTube channels as well as affiliate marketing, but none of it seemed to be working. And I saw the type of success you were having with this. So I thought it was a good opportunity to give it a check. Uh, to be honest, I was a bit skeptical to begin with, but I figured you were successful, so I'd give it a try. Yeah, it's been about a half a year now. So we've been doing that and we've been su successful. Yeah, we started out with the other things and we've got into this uh, because of the other, because we saw how, how you were doing. And uh, basically we started, uh, we started kind of slow with getting the uh, Chase, the Chase Sapphire card. We had had a history before of doing uh, like credit cards to get the airline miles. So we, we were aware of that previously because I had some airline credit cards of previ from previous before starting this. So we did. We were aware that there was ways to make money through credit cards, and we had done some bank bonuses before. But it was normally just like, like once a year we do a bank bonus, and we get a credit card once in a while. We saw an offer for the uh, airlines, and we didn't really look into what the best offer was. We kind of just saw something that we thought looked okay, and we went for it, like a lot of people do. Yeah, you maybe had about three or four personal cards, a uh, Spirit card with Bank of America, Amex, Delta personal card, and some others, but you didn't see the larger picture of ways to increase spending in creative methods and getting these bigger bonuses. Yeah, we never had really looked into the way to increase, like to uh, 
make actually uh, more income out of it. We just thought it was kind of like a every once in a while you can make a little bit of extra income out of it, but it wasn't going to be a, as much as uh, we found out uh, we found it can be. So the answer to everything is more credit cards, as past podcast guest Darren Remsberg has said. Yes, more credit cards, uh, more uh, more checking accounts, and more gambling. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely more gambling. Gambling, always the answer. Uh, so, some people are skeptical about that, too, of, oh, you're going to lose so much money and this and that. But we found uh, ways to optimize using the Pennsylvania websites in particular and some in New Jersey you've been doing. So can you tell us about that? How are you making money gambling? Well, we're making money gambling based on the fact that we uh, we largely do blackjack and we use the uh, blackjack strategy guide. Uh, which is basically a 99.6% return to player. Uh, so basically, when you factor in uh, that we use, we play during, we try to play some during promotions, and then even when you're not using promotions, you're using, you're purchasing gift cards through your credit card to put them in there. So you're getting, uh, you're getting points and uh, miles to uh, while you're doing it. So you're playing with an edge every time you play. Yes, as long as we're making up for about that half percent, and typically we're looking for 2% or more for it to make sense, as you've been sourcing these prepaid cards and gift cards at grocery stores and many other places where there's more than just, say, paying a 595 activation fee on 500 and only getting like 1x or only 2%, you're getting bigger edges than that. People will be surprised at how often the casinos give the edge in gambling when you're on online casinos. Like, for instance, Wind Creek on slots will give you the edge twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday, um, with their promotions. Valley Casino usually gives you an edge once a week. Um, you can usually find an edge on FanDuel and DraftKings here and there as well. There's a lot of edges to be had, even on just the gambling website, to not only be getting the points with your gift cards, but also end up on top with the gambling as well. Right. We're in it for the long game here that some days we'll have some losing days gambling. But overall, if we have a consistent edge and we put in a large volume, we're going to reach expectation and that variance is going to even out over time, let's say. So yes, on the face of it, we're giving up about a half percent, but with the bonuses, the credit card rewards, the gas, the groceries, the statement credits, and much more, we're really crushing it here. Yeah, that's the one thing that that's the one thing that's been kind of a, that's a kind of struggle for me is to get over the you lose at gambling at one point. It's kind of like a thing that just mentally is a hurdle that I still struggle with sometimes. <laughs> to be honest, but then you just got to get back and do it again. So you just like you might have some days where you're down a few hundred, but there are other days where you're definitely up more than that. And I suggest people start at small betting units, practice off the table to learn the strategy using trainer apps and using the chart, maybe in the deck of playing cards, whatever works for you. Not everybody's going to learn the same way, but definitely with repetition, with practice, you recognize the patterns over time. And we're looking at the strategy chart right as we're playing. Another way I think we come to get an edge that I don't know that a lot of people do is we're, uh, we're getting some of our friends to sign up to sign up for these uh, offers because when you sign up for the new uh, promotion offers, like some of these online casinos have some pretty big first-time signups. Like Wind Creek has a $400 deposit match. Bet Rivers has a $250 deposit match where you you put $250 in and you get $250. 
we're having them signing sign up for them, but we're basically going purchasing gift cards, and then they uh, pay us back once they get their winnings. That way, we're getting more of an edge because we're getting we're get either we're either take with Wind Creek we're taking fifty dollars for every person we sign up for for it out of their winnings. And with Bet Rivers, you get a uh, you get a referral bonus. So by getting them to sign up for it, you can further purchase cards and guarantee an edge on on your end as well. Yeah. So everybody wins. You've met people that didn't want to put up the money, or they're afraid, or I don't want to gamble, or whatever. It's like, all right, well, I'll just use my money and just give me fifty dollars, and I'll do it for you. <laughs> so I like yeah. it. <laughs> just give me fifty bucks, and I'll do it yeah. for you. And it's still be up. Yeah, it's totally not a pyramid scheme like the Luxor Casino that now has a Dorito on the side of it for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of the Super Bowl, but I think they're, I think Doritos is doing the Super Bowl or something is my guess. But the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast, not brought to you by Frito-Lay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's been good. It's been a few months. You haven't lost your ass and it's just consistent winnings with the online gambling, the ups and the downs. But overall, it's like the stock market up into the right. Yes, it's been up and uh, with uh, all the other stuff we're doing as well, like, like gift cards and stuff, and we, we're getting giant giving away free gas and everything. It's uh, definitely been very advantageous. Oh, gas. Yeah. yeah, September was the first Vanilla Visa 3X promotion that happened, and I was on an Alaska cruise. So it was the travel hacker's dilemma, but I definitely made a statement in November and December when they ran the promo again. And then the CVS, just, I, I swear CVS just ought to just give me the store because every week I'm getting like two, four dollars, three dollars, like off any order thing. So I have oh to yeah, can you can you explain that the CVS Care Pass program? Yeah, the CVS Care Pass. I think it's is it forty nine ninety five for the year. I think it is Somewhere something around. like that. Yeah, something around there. And then you get ten dollars a month free uh, free stuff from CVS. They load your uh, on your anniversary day every month. They load ten dollars into your account, so you can get ten dollars of free purchases. So it comes out to one hundred twenty per year. But what I'm finding is that I'm getting uh, an extra four dollars off, an extra three dollars off, <laughs> like once or twice a week on top of that. So it's really coming back to being a big savings with CVS. So as a beginner, that would be something very easy for anybody to get into. That's going to be very uh, profitable. Like you're going to get them some extra money throughout the year. Yeah, very low commitment threshold, just paying the annual fee. And I think CVS just wants you to forget about it. Like people just sign up and they never use the $10 credit or, oh, it's only $10. So I'm just going to let it go. But that's a very easy win. And I imagine that most people in the audience are going to go to CVS and buy things occasionally, whether it's cold medicine, cough medicine, some personal hygiene items, it it should be pretty easy. I mean, we have the first world problem of too many grocery rewards. I've just been sourcing all of my pharmacy items at Giant and some other places. Uh, You have Price Chopper in your area. So you've been overrolled on groceries recently. Can you explain that? Price Chopper was doing the, uh, like doing up the points for, uh, for buying the uh, gift cards. They were giving away points, so like the it was. I think at one point it was four times points for the golf cards. So you just go buy golf cards. The the golf master cards for the listeners, right? Can you explain that? Yeah, the golf master cards. You buy, you buy them, buy five hundred worth of them, uh, and then you get forty dollars worth of groceries out of the deal. So you're always uh, like, so you're making forty dollars worth of groceries, and then you just go play the uh, card cards through the. 
casinos and you'd have $40 worth of uh, groceries. Yeah, so you're paying probably the $5.95 or $6.95 activation fee, but you're getting back $40. You're getting in the credit card spend. So the edge on that is really spectacular. That's just like a hammer it, just like drop everything in world tour, maybe multiple price shoppers, multiple visits, multiple multiple days. How much do you get up to? You have maybe like $800 or $900 in grocery rewards somewhere around there? Between the two of us, yeah, we had somewhere around there. We haven't paid for groceries in probably like three months or gas between Price Chopper and Giant. Um, and we're pretty much good through the end of February with gas being maybe the only thing that might run out mid-February if something doesn't change. Uh, but then we could always go to White Point for a dollar off on that. I think it was like eight, nine hundred dollars between the two of us. Yeah, Weiss has been really generous too, giving the points on Game On, DraftKings, maybe some of the MasterCards. So Super Bowl promotions coming up for some reason. If you want some hot sauce and paper towels for the Super Bowl, like I don't know how many paper towels you're going to get to fill your storage area. I, I've been good on paper towels for a while. Might, might you find yourself buying like 10 rolls of paper towels? They're 99 cents or there's some free, uh, I think it's Haluva Good dip. So I guess you could like fill your fridge with dip if you really wanted to for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> our, our voice is not like for whatever reason, the voice near us is not as good with the promotions as uh, as a voice as voice near Yale. But it just seems to be but they seem to be getting some of the newer promotions coming up this month. So, yeah, it's right. been uh, 99 cent, 18 count eggs, free iced tea, free ice cream. I've been calling it Weiss tea and Weiss cream. So hopefully uh, we don't wail out and get really fat from uh, all the free stuff. So that's definitely a danger of the hobby. So just uh, be careful with that. I, I may have indulged too much in the Olive Garden Pasta Pass program when that was a thing, but they haven't brought it back since. My perspective since I've been doing this is like, I've got more frugal about my grocery shopping too, is I'm looking more for why I'm getting these deals. I'm also looking for ways to get like better uh buying stuff that's on sale more often to get more value even out of the thing. So I'm like looking for deals and will stock up when I see a deal to get stuff that's going, that's going on for and to get more value out of it. So I've been getting more frugal. It's helped me change my mindset to be more frugal about my shopping too. Yeah, just don't be like the uh, giant PA Savers Club Facebook group where someone bought four jars of mayonnaise. We talked about that in a previous episode. Someone bought four jars of mayonnaise. The mayonnaise expired and there were like 70 people in the comments section. Call corporate, go to customer service. I'm like, all right, well, I guess we could stock up on the Haluva Good Dip or hot sauce, but mayo isn't going to have a great fridge life, I imagine. Yeah, you got to make sure you're buying stuff that doesn't have a short <laughs> You don't want to be stocking up on milk or, uh, yeah. milk or eggs for months because that's all going to go bad. You want to be stocking up on like like stuff like like body wash, shampoo, and stuff. You can stock up on stuff like that, uh, and you want to be careful with what you stock up on because obviously if it expires, that's just wasted money. But it is fun to supermarket sweep. Have you had dinner at Price Chopper? Maybe salad bar? Maybe the sushi section? Uh, we've had dinner like we've had stuff from uh, Giant, not Price Chopper. Yeah, our Price Chopper is not uh, honestly that uh, good for that type of stuff. Oh, uh, you might small. have the smaller Price Choppers, but I know Edwardsville, yeah. Pennsylvania has the Market Thirty Two location that has a lot of fresh yeah, this foods. Is, <laughs> it's, about, it's about ten fifteen minutes away. It's in uh, Marshall's Creek, which is a uh, smaller like smaller town so it's not a big store 
So it's oh, that's, kind of, you know, that, that's, a le- that's a letdown. In, in the past, yeah. when uh, Speedway gas stations had big promotions, there would be certain Speedways that would have a big storefront and others we called a Speedway hut, that they just had the gas pumps and that was it. So very discouraging Speedway. Yeah, we unfortunately, we do not have Speedways by us either. So Wawa, Wawa has entered the scene though, right? Yeah, Wawa, we just found out that our local Wawa is now starting to carry the DraftKings gift cards, which is very yeah. beneficial. Fee-free, sneaky spend. Some people get confused about this and they think, oh, well, if you have to spend $4,000 in three months to get a sign-up bonus, then you're just going to be spending money on random stuff and overspending and you're going to lose. But have you done that? What's been your experience? No, no. I've, actually found, I've actually found the opposite is the case. Like I've been I, like spending, like trying, I've been actually spending less than trying to like, I stock up, but I'm like, but it's a mindset you have to have to do like to be able to do that. It, like you can get spending, like if you just, if you just go out and like purchase something that has no value to you to purchase it. Yeah. That's probably not the best thing. I guess you can do that on occasion if you like to reward yourself, but I want to get in the habit of just wasting it. I use it for like stuff that you need. Most of our spend through manufacturers went through the gift cards and then running it through the casinos. That's where we're finding most of our credit card bonuses. Like, sure, we'll do occasional regular spend on there, but that's few. That's few and far between. It's mostly the um, the gift cards that we're getting that are um, bringing us to the spend. And we're bringing that right back through either the casinos or through gift card reselling as well. Which we're... Yeah, I think we really transcended organic spend. I never have to rely on like regular everyday or organic spend to meet a sign up bonus anymore. It is nice if it lines up like, OK, well, I have an auto insurance payment coming up. So if I have a new card and I'm working on a sign up bonus, that's awesome. But if I don't, I've never struggled to hit sign up bonuses. I've never been within like a week and oh, no, I'm a thousand short. And now. I got to go out and buy some Louis Vuitton clothes or Supreme, these t-shirts that have just the word Supreme. And maybe we're just going to charge you extra money because it says the word Supreme. But I got my t-shirts for free at Giant. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of Philadelphia Phillies t-shirts. People think I'm a Phillies fan, but I'm just wearing the shirts from Giant. It's all right. Go in the Frozen section. They got some t-shirts there. Organic spend. I don't really feel that I need it to make my bonuses. But if I'm going to be spending it anyway, I might as well do it on the card sometimes just to move towards the next card quicker. Yeah, yeah, it can definitely help. But most of it is um, all manufactured spend for the most part. Yeah, and how was the learning curve for this? So at first, I imagine it was a lot of information for you. We were keeping in touch. As I said, like, hey, if you start this, like, I'll definitely give you the support because I appreciate using referral links and we've known each other for some time anyway. So I've been mentoring you guys in a way, teaching you the ropes. We have the online group chat for Greater Philadelphia Travel, which meet up in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, and you've gone to the in-person meetings. So how has the learning curve been for you guys? It's been fairly easy in terms of the learning curve. Like I don't like there's not too much complicated with it. Like, and we're always able to ask you a question if we have a question that comes up about when to use what card um, in what situations. Um, but the learning curve hasn't been that bad. Probably the hardest part on the learning curve for me um, is um, sometimes pushing myself out of my comfort zone in certain things. 
because you're a little nervous about doing doing certain splints. But um, once you get past that, it's all good. I think the biggest thing is getting over the uh, amount of uh, money you're going to be uh, churning through. Because <laughs> it can come off, like, when you're talking about the money you're churning through, coming off churning through, like, thousands of dollars, like, tens of thousands of dollars when you're, like, going through all these, like, gift cards, like, these cards, you're, like, it can be, it starts off as, a, like, little bit intimidating, <laughs> but once you get doing it, once you see it working in emotion, it gets to, the, like, and how everything flows together, it's a pretty quick learning curve. What I would say is you want to make sure when you start, you're starting with it, like, you don't want to start too fast, you want to kind of get into it, get a feel for it, get a feel for how everything works, and uh, go go faster as you get moving for, further uh, and get more comfortable with it. So yeah. go your speed so you're not overwhelming yourself the first like first few weeks. You want to take this kind of take it like get the feel for it, get doing these things, see how they work. Yeah, the first time I told you about the fee free Mastercards of Staples, for instance, I remember I said just go in buy one card for two hundred dollars instead of just going in and making a bigger purchase and just learn how it works because you won't be as nervous, you won't be as intimidated. And after you're comfortable, then you can buy more. And with that said, like the, com the comfort level depends also, also you're gonna like, when you go into the stories, so sometimes I think the, uh, depends on the cashier, how comfortable it is. Cause <laughs> some of the cashiers like to tend to make up their own rules. Oh, thing. cashiers making up their own rules. Yeah, like you, you went to Price Shopper. You were trying to buy a four hundred dollar Game On gift card for sports betting casino sites, and they were trying to tell you, oh, you can't buy a gift card that's four hundred dollars, even though the packaging said four hundred dollars on it. it. And even the manager got involved with that one. They were like, they were coming up with like that you could only purchase up to three hundred dollars on it uh, <laughs> because it was after because it was after seven p.m. Oh, but, it really, but even when we got there. We were trying to check out. It just got, uh, it got past seven because I worked till six thirty, and like <laughs> we went up right after work, and uh, it basically, it got after seven because we were trying to buy DraftKings gift cards, and they only take, they only sell them via cash, so I would yeah that died. Yeah, it used to be credit, but then that died. All that right, died. So so I would rather take the I, uh, so I don't want to pay for cash for DraftKings gift cards when I can get get points for it by buying it at another spot so yeah get that so we went back to get the get the uh, game on and at that point the our cashier was saying it's after 7 p.m we can't sell gift cards and then the manager <laughs> the manager i uh, also could like he couldn't show anywhere where it said it but he backed her up uh at that point eventually we convinced them to do it they did eventually do it though so but it was a bit of a hassle uh, and a bit of talking to get them to do it that night. Yeah, it gets complicated. It's like I try to be logical and like assume that there's reasons for stuff. But the cashiers sometimes just shut it down and say things that make no sense. Like I would show cashiers. They say like, oh, we need to see a card and an ID. I show them the card and ID. And it's like, oh, we can't. We just can't do this. Like, OK, well, here's my card and ID. Oh, well, you can use cash for the transaction if you want to. I think that's funny. So like a wad of hundreds is okay, but a credit card with an ID isn't. So like some people might feel frustrated about this or it's weird. Like I spent this time to go in the store and you're just going to shut me down even though I met your expectations and then you're just putting up more hoops. So sometimes I just have to walk away. Um, it doesn't always work arguing with them and maybe sometimes it's best to just walk. Um, yes. But it's tough to tell. 
the, to me, the wad of hundreds would be more questionable. <laughs> that's less traceable than a credit card. Yeah. So, yeah. so you would think that somebody walking in with no ID and just a wad of hundreds going in and buying uh, gift cards would be uh, would be more suspected of fraud than somebody with uh, with credit cards. Yeah, and I try to explain to the cashiers like, okay, I'm doing this because there's a promotion and I'm getting the credit card rewards. As otherwise, I'm just not going into Price Chopper and buying like $1,900 in gift cards without a promotion. But I try to explain that at first because, yeah, it could seem suspicious to them or other people aren't doing this or, oh, it's all fraud. It's all money laundering, you know, whatever nonsense they want to say. Uh, like I, I got uh, accused of money laundering by a worker at Cheesecake Factory when I tried to buy a $50 gift card. And that was like a whole thing. And the manager came over. So it was like there's there's a little bit of um, hassle sometimes in the social interactions, but I think like nine times out of ten or even more than that, it goes really smoothly. I think the cashier who gave us problems at Price Chopper um, has kind of figured out what we were doing because I think she thinks now we're smart because now we like how many free groceries we've got because we've been back through her line multiple times with free groceries. So oh, I think she figured out what it is. So it's not. So she hasn't been a problem since, but she was initially a problem. Yeah, and that's that's the prepaid end of it and buying the gaming gift cards. You mentioned the gift card reselling. So can you give us a quick explanation about that and how that's been going so far? Card Center is the one we tend to use primarily, but we do use um, the other one on occasion as well. So for listeners, that's uh, cardcenter.cc and Taylor Thomas of QCGC.io. They're usually buying the gift cards uh, either break even or better. It's even better when you get some arbitrage out of it and make some extra money on it. Either way, you're getting spent on your credit card and you're getting all the money back. Right, so it's a little bit of America loves maths, or maybe we see something like Lowe's is 10% off and we're selling it for 90%. So even though we're breaking even, we're still getting credit cards spend and rewards. We're able to stack many things and we're also getting paid through ACH, which is triggering bank account bonuses as well. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you wanna be trying to, uh, you wanna be using that to get uh, bank bonuses on top of that because they will send it as, uh, so it does qualify as meeting the requirements for uh, bank bonuses. I'm currently uh, working on uh, Wells Fargo, my Wells Fargo, I have a Wells Fargo uh, bonus that's about ready to go in uh, as soon as my Dan payment goes through, working on that one right now, as long with three credit cards that I'm trying to get uh, my uh, bonus on. We, we note some advantages here, like we talked about finding an edge in blackjack, because a lot of these companies will put out these promotions as marketing efforts. They're hoping to get new customers. They're hoping for this. They're hoping for that. So we're able to take advantage of these things and try to scale deals and make money from this. Because I think most people outside the hobby, maybe they've just been using the same bank account for the last 20, 25 years. They haven't thought about opening new ones. They're reluctant to do it. But we're signing up for multiple accounts to get these bonuses. And it's been consistent wins. As I always say, the wins continue for now months for you guys. Just starting out, you've easily pulled in hundreds and maybe even over a thousand or two thousand a month being pretty consistent with this plus a lot of the rewards that are maybe gravy or extra it's hard to quantify like exactly what it is people say like oh how much do you make an hour and i think it's like really missing the point because we're doing really well overall and getting a lot of free stuff that's not as quantifiable yeah that's the one thing sometimes figuring out how much you're like 
how much you're up is a little is a is a challenge because it's a mixture of like groceries, gas, points, everything's all over. Like you get a whole bunch of stuff, so you're like to be a hundred percent on how much you're making an hour is is a little bit difficult, but it it's definitely very good uh, because you can get these like checking account bonuses relatively quickly going through the uh, through the uh, spending on the gift cards and paying like through the gift card reselling. And yeah. just big bonuses, and then another thing with uh, with car with checking and bank accounts is also uh, it's come to like I didn't realize that like some of these savings accounts have like such a high uh, interest returns on them. Like the they're all road checking has five percent on it. Yeah. So that can that can even be a game changer for somebody over a course of a year get a little extra money. That's easy if you can change your bank account over to like one of those that has a five percent uh, interest rate on it you're getting money out of it and it's pretty low uh, pretty low effort yes and where i was thinking about is the effort worth it because i'm not about to take a 15 minute detour to save two dollars but i'm happy to take a 15 minute detour for a play that's worth maybe 50 or 60 dollars or yeah. even more than that in some circumstances so it's just valuing your time making the right decisions. And I like to bundle stops. So if I'm going to my wife's location, I can make like three or four stops on the way, stops in that area. So I'm never just like going 30 minutes to go to one place and then going home. Usually I'm trying to bunch my travel or to try to do things on a certain day rather than spacing it out. So there are a lot of ways to do this. So you're doing the math at home, you're doing the research, the scouting, whatever you need to do. And those road trips can be quite valuable, even if you're only staying within like maybe 30 or 40 minutes from home or even closer than that. And a lot of what we're doing is also online. Yeah, a lot of it you can do right from home, which it makes it great for Eric because uh, with his inability to drive from a stroke, that help, like he can do stuff while he's at home, buy stuff online and stuff like that and do everything online, which is great for his, for his disability. Yeah, so now we're definitely trying to be location and job independent in that way. And you could do this on your own pace. Now, sometimes there's a deal. It's like today only, like we saw the Thanksgiving dollar general deal that was just like one day that was really, really good. So that was discouraging that it couldn't be longer. So some days it's like, wow, well, every stop might be worth like $30 or so, $20. And well, I can hit up like $5 generals in my local area. So this you know, a Dollar General World Tour can can be profitable, for instance. Yeah, Dollar General is notorious, though, for making up their own rules. On <laughs> they, they love to make up their own rules because you're going to one Dollar General, they'll let you pay with a credit card. The next one, they're saying, we only allow cash or debit. So it's kind of a little bit uh, iffy on that. But with the deal, like, but when you're going for, like, the deals that you can make, like, $30, it's worth it to even, like, you're getting $30 just for even using your uh, debit card uh, at that point. So it's like, still worth doing it. It's just not as good as when you're doing, when you can use the credit card. So, uh, and then different places, like you might go to the, one, the same dollar general the next day and you'll have a different cashier and, and that rule <laughs> no longer exists anymore. So it's yeah. still worth trying to use, like I would still suggest, even if a dollar general is telling you not, told you once, not that they don't take credit, Try it the next time. You get a, you could get a different answer from from everybody yeah. talked to. Yeah, or sometimes I'll just say, oh, maybe we can try and see if it works. Because sometimes cashiers will say, oh, it's not going to work. And I say, like, oh, well, can we try? And then surprise, surprise, it actually works. Yeah, I've had that happen at many stores. 
that I already knew it worked at, the cashier will be like, I don't think this is going to work. Like, the Nintendo on, like, Apple Pay the other day at Weiss, the um, <laughs> one cashier was saying it's not going to work. And I'm like, can we try? Because I've done it before. It's going to work. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Oh, Split Tender, can you describe that for listeners, as this has been a way to de-risk and disguise spend in many ways? So you want to keep your, uh, when you uh, put on your credit card, you want to keep sub-300 uh, because it will uh, disguise the spend from your uh, from the credit cards as the over 300s and uh, will look like it's uh, the book uh, trigger fraud alerts because all fraud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you want to like be doing a spit tender of uh, under 300 for each card to make sure. And you really want to try to make it like a uh, like an odd amount as well. You don't want to do like you want to try to like make it different amounts so that it looks like so it's like just looks like organic spend. Uh, that way it doesn't trigger fraud alerts as often. Uh, you still might get one because. Again, off rod, but uh, <laughs> like I had American, American, my American Airlines City card uh, reject me for fraud one point. Oh, City loves the fraud alerts. Yeah. Yeah, they love their fraud alerts. But, they, <laughs> uh, but I, I had to call it and get that removed, and uh, it went through. Yeah. So usually, uh, if I were to buy a 505.95 card with the promotion, I'll say to the cashier, "Can we split this between two credit cards?" Okay, let's do the first one for. $297.33 and then put the rest on the other one. And some places we can control that, like Giant, they have um, a button that comes up that says, is this amount correct, yes or no? Hit the no button and just change the amount because sometimes cashiers can mess up. So I'd prefer to take the matter into my own hands. Like I think you recently got approved for a new card. You went, you told the cashier to split tender. The cashier said it was okay. And then they ended up just doing a larger transaction that you really didn't want so <laughs> i don't think he knew what he was doing and he just basically like i told him i was trying to like just the tender and i gave him the amount and he's like okay go go ahead and like i thought he did it <laughs> then it turns out that the whole thing was charged and this was out this was at weiss the unfortunate thing at that point is once it's done it's done yeah because they can't really like at that point even if they undid it uh the credit card company is still going to see the 505 charge and it yeah, might even yeah. be more suspicious for them to undo it at that point. Than, you know, <laughs> yeah. So you really like so at that point you're kind of out of luck, and that's kind of something that you can't really account for. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen all that often, but it will happen on occasion. Uh, that that type of thing will happen. It's yeah. more often that uh, when you try to split tender, that they're going to try to tell you that you can't do it for whatever reason. Uh, can we try it? And it will work. It will work. They can always split tender. It's just they don't want to do it uh, and i think that's some of the thing that gets a little like the cashiers on the fraud thing is because split tender so you want to be trying to tell them that you're splitting give a reason why you're splitting the tender if they ask for it be yeah. social with them explain the process you know it's not too much effort to do that and they'll just see you as a better customer or more legitimate whatever yeah. it is yeah that suspicion unfortunately is there they don't really know how this works sometimes they don't even know their own promotions which i find pretty funny it's like there was no meeting in the morning like explaining what was going on <laughs> like former podcast guest heidi used to work at a starbucks and she would often say that there was a meeting where they would explain the new things the new promotions the new flavors the new menu items whatever so there was like decent management to that extent but at some of these grocery stores there was like oh that's not that's not the case or you won't get this or they're like pulling out the flyer and looking at it so there's a degree of patience 
that's required. And with the split tender, it's it's just a matter of de-risking. Like if we have to spend something like 3,000 or 4,000 in three months, there's no need to just go in there and hammer like a $1,500 transaction at a grocery store for your first transaction. That just doesn't look as legitimate that the credit card company might not honor that spend as part of the signup bonus. So we're just de-risking as we know we can get there. So it's just being patient with the spend and spreading out transactions, different merchants, different amounts. Yeah, you got to be careful. You don't want to flood your credit card either. It depends on the uh, credit card because like some of them have like the higher uh, higher threshold that you have to meet. But if you don't have to rush in a card that's uh, spent 3000 in three months or whatever to get there, you're going to get there relatively quickly anyway, uh, just by doing your splitting tender. So it's not like a, a big rush. And trying to go overboard is going to get you uh, caught up in uh, the fraud alerts and they're going to probably tell you that you're not going to get your points because yeah so just take it take it easy i've heard in other spaces it's a marathon not a race so we'll get there it'll be okay just do do things in the right way don't try to get overexcited about getting there and make sure you split in your tender under the sub 300 as i said and you'll get there it works it doesn't really you'll find out it doesn't really take that long to get there when you're doing it because you're going to be going through gift cards and uh like casino online gambling site gift cards and uh, stuff. So you're going to have spend uh, manufactured yeah. spend through purchasing gift cards, buying online casino gift cards and everything. I think I'll know about like the uh, buying and reselling gift cards is also when you go, you want to make sure when you're doing that, that if it's like a, uh, like a gift card site, it's probably not best to use that for your, uh, for your uh, new cards. You want to use honor cards for that because when they see gift cards, it's going to, it could trigger it not being credited for you too. Yeah. Like giftcards.com, my gift cards plus e-gifter, like stuff, stuff like that just like looks really obvious as spend. And the terms do include, oh, that spend doesn't count, but some spend actually does. And it's whether the rules are enforced or not. So there's just some discretion that you need just understanding these programs. And again, just trying to de-risk and um, just be strategic about the decisions, some discretion, some judgment that's needed. But you had the learning curve initially, like learning the basics of these programs. And now pretty much like, I'll just call you and just like do a checking in, but you've been able to mostly do this stuff by yourself at this point. Yeah. And we've been starting with uh, the Lewis power app now. So, so. Oh yes. The power portal. Yes. Can you yeah. explain that? <laughs> the power portal. You can, pre you can uh, buy uh, gift cards, uh, the MasterCards off of the power portal, which will give you uh, the, uh, uh, which will give you cash back for your uh, credit, for your uh, MasterCards that you purchase off there. And they let you buy up to the $250 uh, MasterCards. So that's a good way to get uh spend. And it also, uh, Depending on what credit card you use, you can select your uh, select how you want to credit it. Like if you want to credit it as a uh, restaurant or whatever, if it has more points, you can get more points through that as well. Yeah, because you have multiple cards that have, say, travel bonus or dining bonus, whereas uh, January 2024, Discover It, for example, is giving 5x or 5% back on dining transactions up to $1,500. And of course, me being the uh, king of frugal over here or something like that, maybe <laughs> I'm not going to be spending $1,500 wailing out at these alleged fine dining restaurants and steakhouses and all that. So if I can just flues my way to the finish line and do 1500 through flues and it codes as dining, 
then why not just do it that way rather than only getting a little bit as I think like most people outside the hobby will think like, oh, okay, well, I'll just use it for a little bit of dining and maybe they only spend up to like $200 in the three months or not maximize the bonus. But this is a way to be creative about the spend, shift the spend in many ways where you'll load, you'll pay the 3% fee, you'll get 3% back, but you're getting the credit card rewards for the 5X. So now you load the MasterCards to mobile wallet and you use those mobile wallet cards for in-person transactions. So it's shifting the spend in some way, but it's better than just using a random 1X or 2% card in person when we're getting over the 5X or 4X or other, even I have a, the Wyndham business card, it's 8X on fuel. And sometimes there's some stacking going on, like working on a sign-up bonus and getting an elevated category rather than just getting like 1X in person. Yeah, the unfortunate part with them is you can't use like the credit cards don't work on the gambling sites, but then you can just go. Yeah, that died. So, oh, there were there were months where it was working. It was fantastic. <laughs> so jump on deals while you can. <laughs> yeah. So, but now you just have you can convert that to gift cards that will work by going to the store and using those gift using the Apple Pay and stuff like that. So you can kind of create spend that way too. All right. And the power portal for listeners, it's power.flues.app. You can sign up. You needed a business bank account, articles of organization they asked for. What were some things they asked when you applied a few weeks they ago? They asked for my article of organization. Uh, I had to sign like I had to sign up for the uh, for the personal account. They made me sign up for the personal account because I signed up for the business account first, thinking that's all I had to sign up for. And then they're like, they made me sign up for the personal account. They asked for my article of organization. They uh, and I had to put my uh, put my bank account in uh, for them. The article article of organization really depends because they said they couldn't find my uh, find my business. So <laughs> it was new, yeah. It didn't. I don't think that's for everybody that's going to have to do that. I don't know why uh, they said they couldn't find my business, but PNC when I signed up for a business uh, account as well said the same thing. So I had to send them the articles of organization. So, <laughs> all fraud, all fraud. You don't exist. Yeah. The business is so, all fake. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what, what that's all about. But if it's my business in particular, I don't know. But they made me do that. So you might have to do that. But overall, it was a little bit of a uh, like a long process. I'd say it took about like two weeks to get approved for it. Because they weren't the quickest to respond. Maybe it was the time of the year, getting towards the end of the year that I did it. And that's why I don't know, but it may, but it's well worth it once you get into it. Yeah, because uh, America loves math here. So if you're getting an extra two percent, you're doing the five hundred spend a day. So what? That's five hundred times about thirty days a month for fifteen k. An extra two percent is an extra three hundred dollars a month, and that's just I think a lowball figure of two percent. We're three percent here, four hundred fifty dollars a month, four percent at six hundred. A lot of little things can add up in the long run where once you're into this and getting more accounts, more into the weeds of things, you can scale and get even more. So it's it's constantly an interesting game for me. It's fun, it's profitable. I think it's a good hobby. We're still having fun. Some of the critics will say, oh, that sounds like a lot of effort. That sounds like a lot of work. I have to say it, it sounds like a lot of work, but once you get into it, it doesn't feel like a lot of work. Cause it's like, it's actually more, I find it like it's more creative, like, so as opposed to my job where it's like kind of like tedious and stuff, I feel like you're trying to figure out how to get get deals, make money. You're feeling like, I feel like it's like actually more fun to do it. I also say like, 
people are like, they don't want to do the bank bonuses and stuff like that. But they say that's too much work. But <laughs> then they'll spend like 15, it takes them like 15, 20 hours a week of work to get that same 300 they would have got from the bank bonus in like a 30 minute period at most. Yeah. So maybe work sounds like a lot of work. Too much work, <laughs> but it really would take them all of like 30 minutes at most to sign up for a bank bonus and get everything set up to do it. So yeah, work is sounding like a lot of work. And, and when I first started with this, I thought that people that were working maybe like 10, 15 hour jobs would be more motivated to do these things. But then I saw that that wasn't the case and my hope for humanity went a little bit down like uh, the, the song Misanthrope by the band Death. Uh, some good, some bad, uh, opinion dangerous, right? So, <laughs> uh, so not all people will have the motivation or other reasons they're skeptical or who knows. Like I've tried to get a lot of people in. Obviously, you guys got in, but not everybody wants to play ball. We hear all these uh, reluctant statements. And I said, like, look, if I can do it, I'm showing you these pictures. Like, you don't have to be all in. Like, maybe you could just do a few things and just start small and see how it goes for you rather than, oh, travel's so expensive. Oh, the price of gas. I heard the other day the price of butter is so expensive. Like, people from other states are messaging me. It's like, I wish I had Giant in my area and that I could just use the grocery rewards. It's not a lot of people have that in their grocery programs. So it's, it's really awesome. Like, I'm spending money on groceries anyway. I'm spending money on gas anyway. So if I can save money on that, that's kind of like making money in some way. So it's like, pick your own adventure. What do you want to do? Like, you don't have to do everything. I don't do everything. But you can definitely pick some things and start with like the bigger things. Your own, do your own thing. Like, if you don't want to go all in, you can just do things like, you can just go small, make a little extra cash for an extra vacation here and there, do like, and work, work your way up and work until you feel comfortable. Like, even if you make an extra, like, it doesn't take much to make like an extra, like $500 a, a month. That's a no, very easy, and that can be a difference in a couple of vacations per year, and it's very low effort at that point. You you guys have been going to Las Vegas a lot, so when you're ready to deploy the capital dollars here of all the points and free nights and so much more, it's going to enhance the quality of your next trip, and you're going to spend significantly less. Yeah, it's a, definitely an uh, improvement. It will make your life a whole lot better, and as I said, it's like something you can do you can uh, do uh, on your own time and it doesn't take a whole like people think sounds like it takes a lot of effort but it really doesn't to make enough to make a meaningful change in your life yeah maybe they're like mindlessly scrolling through x formerly known as twitter or just watching random stuff on netflix and then complaining that it sucks uh it's like okay well if you could spend some time like looking into this and i'm happy to help of course and many other communities many other places to learn this information and apply it I, I'm still having fun since I've been doing this in 2018. I've taken numerous trips that I never would have paid for. Multiple cruises, Alaska, Hawaii, Italy, Greece, and many more locations to come. That's for sure. Yeah, you can even get like some, like you can get stuff like this all inclusive even with some of the stuff. So it's like, like, and then you won't be paying a dime and you can do different things that you never would envision doing. Yeah, I so. flew in business class to Europe in a lay flat seat. I don't do as much international travel. It's mostly domestic for me, but the cruises I think would have retailed around $1,500 plus all the taxes and fees. I've gone on some that were zero taxes and fees. And then the taxes and fees in many ways can be offset by rewards. 
So a 10-day Caribbean adventure recently, had the Alaska cruise. So these were really cool experiences that I otherwise wouldn't want to do. People think, oh, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I can't afford this, or I can only travel once a year, once every two years. This is false. If you have the financial discipline, the organization, and you really put the effort into this, I, th I think that most people can do this. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people would actually find it like more uh, like more interesting than they uh, than uh, they think it is because it's like it's a it's a challenge trying to find ways to make money and get to these get these things done going through it. So I find it fun and uh, different and uh, something that like I look forward to trying to uh, make money. All right, very good. We're coming up at the end here. We have about two minutes until our Google Meets expires. So any final words as we get to the end here? Like, don't be afraid to uh, try it. Just jump in and uh, start to do something small and see if it works for you if you're listening to this. And just uh, go from there. You'll see uh, massive, like, you'll, even if you just start with one credit card and one bank account, see how that goes. And then keep going forward from there. And it's definitely uh, can be a life changing experience. I definitely agree. Just start small, one card, one bank account, and open a couple of the casinos. Um, and go from there and then you can start getting more and more going on it as you go as you get more used to it yeah we're really uh, fortunate in a way to be in pennsylvania and have the online gambling because people from other states <laughs> they're like oh i wish i had that especially californians i hear a lot from californians for some reason california doesn't like online gambling but pennsylvania definitely does as does new jersey i think california is talking about legalizing it so they may Oh, they've been in talks with the tribes for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So we'll see. The war, the war on happiness continues, brought to you by the Indian tribes in California and the land-based casinos. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me today. All right. Thank, thank you for having us. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for future episodes. Visit hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me. Find me on social media, read select episode transcripts, and schedule a free consultation. Support the show through Subscribestar, referral links, and buying from my eBay store. Find the show on many podcast platforms and YouTube, where you can find bonus videos. Supporting me on Subscribestar will give you special perks, including a custom podcast episode, questions answered by upcoming guests, and monthly private one-on-one -on -one conversations delving into more advanced topics I don't openly discuss at length in podcast episodes. Visit meetup.com slash Philly Miles and Points to learn about monthly Greater Philadelphia Travel Credit Miles and Points meetups I host in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. I hope to see you in person at a future event. Find a link in the show notes. I'll be speaking at multiple events in 2024, including the Travel and Adventure Show in Washington, D.C. with Frequent Traveler University, February of 2024. The San Antonio Award Travel 101 Meetup in April of 2024. And the Miles and Points in Gambling Event, Zorkfest, November 2024 in Las Vegas. I hope to see you at these events. Listen to my other podcast, the Stoic Solutions Podcast, found at stoicsolutionspodcast.com. My podcast guests and I offer practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient tradition of Stoic philosophy from Greece and Rome. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.